0: Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down to earth teachings as taught. Let's begin to bless the
1: name of the Lord and worship Him. Say, Lord, we worship Him. Ooh, we bless you, Lord, yeah. Oh your holy name, you deserve the glory, oh, 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 worship the Lord in your own words, say Lord I love you, I love you, oh, oh I love you Lord, I love you Lord. Will never leave me i am not alone oh, i am not alone you will go before me you will never get the super song i want to figure go oh, I am not You will never leave. leave. One more time. I am not alone. I am not alone. Oh, no. You will go before me. You will never leave. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Oh, you are always with us. Oh, let's lift our hands to him in worship. Can we lift our hands in worship? We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Oh, say oh, oh. Oh, oh, let the winds come to life. In the beauty of your name, rising up from the ashes, God forever you reign, and my soul will find refuge in the shadow of your wings. I will love you forever and forever. Let the ruins come. Come to life in the beauty of Your name,
0: rising up
1: from the ice. Oh, God, forever, forever You reign, and my soul will find rest in the shadow of Your wings. Oh, I will love You forever and forever. I'll sing. Where you reign, wherever you are, hallelujah,
2: oh hallelujah, hallelujah, the Lord is king over every flood in your life, all the ruins and the ashes are coming to life, all the dry bones in your life are coming to life, the spirit of the Lord is breathing on every dry bone in your life and the dry bones are coming to life the ruins are coming to life in the name of Jesus Christ hallelujah amen I feel his presence here already and I have no doubt that you will not live here the same hallelujah amen well you want to give your neighbor a smile tell your neighbor that my neighbor the ruins are coming to life And the dry bones are living again. Amen. Shall we take our seats in the Lord's presence? I I feel that today God has a special blessing for us. Let us welcome our international choir in the world. The best choir, impact choir. With a clap of unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you love the Lord? You love the Lord. Hallelujah. I also love the Lord. And the good news is that He's also in love with you. Amen. Amen. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. We are glad that God, Jesus, is also in love with you. And we want to love Him even more and more. Amen. Amen.
1: And say, I'm in love. I'm in love, I'm in love, and He's in love. He's in love with me, yes, Lord. From the bottom of my heart, I love You, Lord, and He's in love with.
2: Hallelujah. Is somebody in love with Jesus. And do you feel like falling in love with him more and more and more? I think we should because he keeps loving us the way we are. Hallelujah. And this morning he's about to demonstrate his love to you one more time. Yes, he sent his servant, anointed him and put a word on his lips. He has a special word for you, particularly. Our pastor is in the house to share with us what the Lord has given to him. Throughout the night he was praying for you And God gave him a word for you With Jesus' joy shall we rise to our feet Shall we put our hands together And welcome up stage The prophet and the bishop Eddie Fajbe?
1: Hallelujah
0: Are you excited to be in church this morning? so excited to be here. It's good to see you all. Tell the person standing next to you you're looking good. You're looking good. You're looking good. Hallelujah. All right. Well, are you ready for our memory verse today? Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18 to 20. That's our memory verse. Wow. Now today we have three verses, but I'm sure you can do it. You are can-do people, I believe you. Put your hands together for yourselves. Hallelujah. Okay, so can we read through about two or three times and then we'll try and memorize it. Ready, go. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. I notice a lot of people say, I'm with you always, but it's not always, it's always. Okay, so please take note of that. Can we do it again? All right, ready, go. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Can we take it one more time? One more time. Okay. Ready, go. Let's give the address first. Matthew chapter 28, from verse 18 to verse 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you all even unto the end of the world." Amen Wow This is the moment of truth now Okay Shall we do it? Ready, go Matthew chapter 28 Verse 18 to verse 20 And Jesus came and spake unto them Saying All power is given unto me In heaven And in earth, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world." Oh, you guys are too great. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands and just begin to bless the Lord and thank him for today and for what he's about to do in our lives. Bless him, worship him, adore him, magnify his name. Oh, Father, we worship you. We bless you. Show me your way.
1: That I may walk with
0: that show us your ways that we may walk with you our desire is to walk with you our desire is to love you more and more this year yes, and so Lord show us how to love you Amen. show us how to walk with you that we can live with the touch of your hand stronger each day in our lives we bless you Father touch every heart in this place let no one leave here the same Let the discouraged be encouraged this morning in the name of Jesus. Let the fearful have faith and hope again. We bless you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Please stand with me to Revelation chapter 2. I pray that I can round this up today so that we can move on. Amen. But how many are learning how to love God? He's showing us his ways, and we are learning how to love him. Amen. Revelation chapter 2, and I'm reading from verse 1. Revelation chapter 2. We're talking about loving God with first love. And um, like I've been saying, first love is different from any other kind of love. This is part three, and uh, I pray to be the last part, at least for this one, this series. Amen. Can we all read it together so that I know you're with me? Ready, go. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and hast found them liars. Are you reading with me? Okay. And has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, Because thou hast left thy first love, remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of its place, except thou repent. Amen. Now this is a very strong letter to the church. In Ephesus, and I believe that is also to the church today and to the church Lighthouse Chapel International, as we have declared this year as the year of loving the Lord. Amen. We're trying to understand what it means to love God, how we can love Him, because, like Bishop says, even the people that you see every day, it's not easy to love them. Yeah. When you talk to them, they talk back to you. It's not easy to love them. How much more a God that you can not see. And when you talk, he doesn't say anything. You say, I love you. Then you are there. Like we are singing, the cry of my heart is to love you more. You're expecting him to say something. Oh, but he's not saying anything. So it's not easy. It's a very difficult thing. But his word has shown us how we can love him. And I'm sure that every wife and every husband you've told your spouse things that when you see them do it shows that, Charlie you are in love. You know, so when they see those things they know that love is on display. It's the same with God. God also expects to see some things. And when he sees them then he knows that you are in love with him. Amen. Because Jesus said that These people draw unto me with their mouth, and they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. So God really wants to know what is in your heart, you know. And so it's very important for us to know all these things. And we are saying that with all that God has done for us, our response is to love him. And we are also fighting something in these last days because there there is a prophecy Or even prophecies That the love of many shall wax cold Number one And the Bible also says that Many shall be lovers of themselves More than lovers of God And many shall be lovers of pleasure And these things are happening And so how can we as believers and as Christians Walk in love towards the God that we serve Hallelujah And so I mentioned to you that we need to love God with first love because the Bible says that if we don't, he is coming to remove our candlestick. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't sound like a nice thing. A candlestick, I mean, maybe something that makes you shine, something that makes people see you as whatever you are, you know. So when God removes it, that's it. Maybe you are the bank manager of uh, SGSSB or any of these banks. He removes it and does it before I realize you are coming down. Hey, no, me, I don't want the Lord to bring me down, so I will want to love him. He said, so You are doing everything, you, you hate liars, you hate evil people, and all that. But there's this one thing that I have against you one thing, and that one thing is causing everything in your life, which is that you have left your first love the kind of love you had for me at first, it is no longer there. So we are going back to our first love. And I see you going back to your first love. In the name of Jesus. I see wives going back to their first love. I see husbands going back to their first love. Some of you need to prepare breakfast for your wife in bed. Nowadays you have stopped. That one. I heard somebody just say that one. So. (laughs) Hey. But I said it involves four things. If you forget Remember four L's. Number one is what? Longing. There must be a longing. There is a longing only you can feel. Okay, so then <laughs> you're tempting me. Then it involves number two, what? Leaning. 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 Safe and secure from all Allah So be leaning, in other words, closeness. Be close. Find a way of coming close. Just a closer walk, isn't there? A song like that? "Just a closer walk with," the, just a closer walk with the Lord. And number three is what learning. We want to learn his ways. That's what we are doing now, so we can love him. The cry of my heart is to love you more. Show me your way. Hallelujah. And then finally we said what? Laying down your life as a sacrifice. If you love somebody, it begins also by you laying down your life. Amen. So you find that as we're looking at all these things, we are picking each one of them, one after the other. Right. Now, We also talked about the fact that there are seven signs that show that you are in love. Because it's not so easy. But when we see these signs, it shows that you love the Lord. And number one, we said when you value your salvation, and each one of us must assess ourselves and see whether we value our salvation. Yeah, we saw the woman with the alabaster box. She was so happy she broke the alabaster box because she valued Her salvation. Number two, when your conversation proves that, you are in love. And anybody who is in love, you when when you meet them, within the first 10, 15 minutes here, the name of their beloved or spouse will come up. Unless they are not in love. But if they are in love, it will come up. Yeah. Or they have moved away from first love. When you move away from first love, you can be there with somebody three hours, the name of your wife will never come up. Mercy number three is what? Who is it that you want to spend time with if you have the opportunity to spend some time? A number four, what you choose to read when you have many options. What do you read? Your text message. Listen, when you wake up in the morning and switch on your phone, the WhatsApp. I don't know about you, but me, when I wake up in the morning and I switch up my phone, the WhatsApp that have arrived on my phone, hey, it's like the night, the people were just waiting for me to, hey, when you start, uh, when you start, you respond to one, then another thing will come after that, there's a follow-up. So, before you realize, the whole day is gone, just WhatsApp. It's the devil's way of stealing our time with the Lord. I tell you. Some of you spend your whole day doing WhatsApp. Father, have mercy on us. Hmm. What do you choose to read? The Bible or WhatsApp? Yeah. Maybe your beloved has sent you a WhatsApp, so that is more important. Hey, mercy, Lord. Number four or number five? Five. Who is it that you want to please most? Yeah, if you're in love, there's somebody you want to please. Today, let me add two more. Number six Is your heart one with his heart? Is your heart one with his heart? If you want to know whether you are walking in love, that's the question you must ask yourself. Is your heart one with his heart? In other words, do you have the same vision? that he has if you are married you are a wife and your vision is different from your husband's vision there'll be trouble in the house the word division actually is two words die vision two visions so when you say division actually is when you have two visions so as soon as the wife has a vision and the husband also has another vision, division is taking place. And the marriage will never work. It's the same with us and God. Do we have the same vision as he has? In 2 Kings chapter 10, look at it. And verse 15. Are you receiving something this morning? Are you glad that you are learning how to love God? The Bible says... And when he was departed thence, he lighted on Jehonadab. This is King Jehu, who was riding his chariot, and he met this man, Jehunadab, the son of Rechab, coming to meet him. And he saluted him and said to him, "Is your heart right? As my heart is with your heart. Mm. And Jehunadab answered and said, "It is." Then he said, if it be, give me your hand. You know, one of the ways by which we can know that your heart is with me is when you give me your hand. Every pastor is asking this question. Is your heart with me as my heart is with you? Because as pastors, our hearts are with you. We pray for you every day. Our desire is that God will bless you and you will do well. Every day we are desiring that you will come to church. And hear the word of God. We are desiring that you move forward in life. But sometimes your heart is not the same as our hearts. So when we call you to come. And we want to meet with you. And not that I say, oh, 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 he's disturbing me. He's doing it. Because your heart is not right with our heart. Sometimes the shepherds' hearts are not right and not the same as the heart of the pastor. The pastor wants the people to come to church, go to the bus or the zone and bring the people. But the shepherds are not thinking that way. The shepherds are sleeping. The shepherds want to just doze and sleep. They will not wake up early and bring the people to church. Is your heart with me? As my heart is with you. Husbands are asking their wives. Wives are asking their husbands. Honey, is your heart with me as, as my heart is with you? Because as for me, dear, my heart is with you. Maria Tasso It's the word. That this marriage for better, for worse. But I don't know about you. I don't feel the same way. I don't feel the same vibes from you. Is your heart with me as my heart? So they came He said, when he arrived there, the guy saluted. He saluted. Salute. No, it's not about salute. I saluted there. Everybody can salute. But we want to know is your heart with me as my heart is with you? Oh, I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. You should have seen May or April, something, something, 1979. Is it 1979? One of these. When Rollins was walking behind, was it General Kufu? They were going on parade. (laughs) But he didn't know that June 4th was coming to overthrow him. Is your heart with me as my heart is with you? It's not about salute. Is not about all the nice things you have been saying. Is your heart with me as my heart is with you? The Lord is asking. When you read Philippians chapter 2, Paul says something in verse 19. He said to the Philippians, He said, I am going to send Moti to you very soon. He said, But I'm finding it difficult to find somebody to send. Yeah. I trust the Lord that I will send Timothy, verse 19, shortly unto you, that I may also know your state and be of good comfort. Verse 20. He said, For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. He said, Except for who? Timothy, verse 21. Yeah, for all men seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Everybody is seeking his own. What he wants and all that, but nobody is seeking what God wants. Yeah. You say you are in love, but how come the things that God is looking out for you are not looking out for those things? Your mind is not there. You don't have the same mind. He said, I have no one like minded like Timothy, who thinks the way I think. Shepherds, we must be like minded with our pastors. As soon as I see my shepherd, I should know that, oh, everything is okay. Because he's, he's thinking the same way that I think. I have no one like-minded. I have no one except Timothy. All the people that Paul had, Timothy was the only one who thought like him. Could it be the same that when God looks in the church, he's saying, I have no one like-minded. Everybody's thinking about their own. Everybody's thinking about what they want. Everybody's thinking about their shoe, and their shirt, and their car, and their house, and their family, and their children. Nobody is thinking about my own. I have no man like-minded. Like we say, we are only interested in his provision, but not in his vision. Preaching. House is quiet. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. But look at what God said about David, First Samuel chapter thirteen, wow. And verse thirteen. And Samuel said to Saul, "Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now will the Lord have established your kingdom upon." Israel forever. He said, but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be captain over his people. Because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded you. When you don't do it, God will find somebody else after his own heart. May it not be that there are other people who are rather coming and God will choose them and leave us. Hey, Acts chapter 13, if you forget first Samuel 13, Acts chapter 13, they all talk about the heart of David. Verse 21, he says that, And afterward they desired a king, and God gave unto them Saul, the son of Sis, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, by the space of 40 years. And when he had removed him, hey, he raised up unto them David to be their king. To whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. You will not understand why God loves David. But he said, Other people, they will not do my will. They will do what they want. But this David, anything I say, anything I want, that is what he does. Oh, may there be Davids in the house. May there be a lot of Davids who are after God's own heart. In the name of Jesus. But the question we want to ask ourselves is, what is really God's heart? Yeah. Because, I mean, we read about it. He's a man after my own heart. But what is God's heart? There are three ways by which you can know the heart of a person. The first way is by the things they say. Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What are the things God has been saying? A few of them I can share with you. Genesis chapter 12 verse 3, it says that indeed shall all families of the earth be blessed. All families of the earth. Exodus 9 16 says that that thy name may be declared throughout all the earth. Wow. First Kings chapter 8, verse 43. He said that all people of the earth may know your name. First Chronicles 16 24. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. Psalm 67, verse 2 That your way may be known upon the earth, your saving health. Among all nations. Hey. Habakkuk 2:14. For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the in the world, in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Mark 16:15, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Our memory verse. Acts 1.8 You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Revelation 14 verse 6 I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. If we are to summarize all these things into one word evangelism so winning, yeah, witnessing, church building, shepherding. This is the heartbeat of God. That's one of the ways you can know what a person is thinking or what is on a person's heart. Another way by which you can know is by what they spend their energy on. Yeah, if you want to know, you don't need to ask any questions. Just watch the person. You will see what they say. What comes out of their mouth. Number two, what they use their energy for. Now you see people say, we love the Lord, we are doing But they use their energy for other things. What does God use his energy for? Genesis 37, the Bible says he sent Joseph, the first missionary, to a heathen culture in Egypt. Bible says in John 1.6, there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. In Acts 13, he sent the apostles from Antioch to all the nations. One thing, proclaiming the gospel. That's what God uses energy for. That's all. When Jesus came onto this earth, he used all his energy to preach the gospel. That's all he did. And the third way you can know what is on a person's heart. Third way is what they use their money for. What do you use your money for? Jesus said, Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So if you want to know where the person's heart is, look at where his treasure is. You see, his heart is there. Where is your treasure? when god wanted to love us bible says in john three sixteen, for god so loved the world that was his heart now how do we know he gave his only begotten son his treasure he gave to us that's the heart of god that's the heart of god once again the heart of god is salvation so that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life once again So when we look at all these things, it is so clear that everything on the heart of God is salvation, is soul winning, is evangelism, is doing the work of God, building the house of God. That is the heartbeat of God. The question we want to ask ourselves, is our heart the same as God's heart? Is evangelism the thing on your heart? How come you don't support the healing Jesus who said you are not a partner? How come you don't support the work of God? How come you are not interested in God and in souls? How come you didn't invite anybody to church today? That's the heartbeat of God. If you say, I love Jesus and I love him, your heart must be the same as his heart. In this day and age when people are preaching all sorts of things, which is not the gospel. Jesus said, and this gospel. He was emphatic on that. There's only one kind of gospel. We don't have different gospels. And this gospel shall be preached. And this gospel. I said, and this gospel. You may not want to hear it, but this is the gospel. This is the gospel we are going to preach. We will preach it and preach it and preach it. He didn't say, and the gospel. He said, and this gospel shall be preached. What is the gospel we are preaching? Hey. But I believe that many of us should start supporting the healing Jesus crusade. They just finished a beautiful crusade campaign in South Africa. If you were watching, the souls that were being saved. The miracles, the testimonies. Oh. Oh. We are so blessed in this church that we can support it. In some churches, there is nothing like that. So you don't even have anything like that to support. But we have things to support. At the end of the service, I'll be giving out Healing Jesus Partners forms. Let's support our father, Bishop Dag, as he goes out there to preach the gospel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah some other people use this for other things but I've said through the scriptures I can only come to one conclusion this is the heartbeat of God if we love him let's support the preaching of the gospel finally the sign that you love is that are you anticipating his return Are you looking forward to the second coming of Jesus? It's a sign that you are in love. Sharon, are you looking forward to his coming? Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6, He said, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous shall give me at that day. And not only me, but unto all them also that love his appearing. The people who are looking forward to his appearing in the skies. Every wife, and once again, I'm using that wife because we are the bride of Christ. Every wife, the thing you must look forward to is the coming of your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes when I travel and and I'm coming back, I I send a message to my wife, I'm coming. I'm coming. I I have a lot of reasons why I need to tell her that I am coming. She has to prepare for my coming because I'm coming. There there are things on my mind as I'm coming. So you need to wait for me as I'm coming. You need to prepare for my coming. I am coming. I don't know what you people are thinking about, but... Now, don't you think it to be some way that I've arrived? I've gone away for weeks and I've arrived. My wife is not ready. She hasn't bathed. She's just looking some way. Oh, man. But there are some things you can't wait till later. You need to do as, uh, okay. All right, let me, let me, let me continue the preaching because some of you are thinking about some things. But you see, when a wife is not thinking that way, her mind is not on the fact that my husband is coming. Sometimes you see, beloveds, you wonder whether they are looking forward to the wedding. Me, I tell the people, when you have a gentleman who is not thinking about the wedding, he's not looking forward to it, um, there's something wrong with the love. The coming of Jesus is our wedding. The church and Jesus—we're going to have our wedding. Hallelujah! Anybody who is excited about the wedding, you'll be looking forward to his coming every day. Is he coming? When is the day coming? When is the time coming? We are looking forward to the coming of Jesus. We can't wait. Oh man! One day, one brother was moving around. He was going to have his wedding. Bishop met him, and Bishop said, "Brother, how, how?" Said Bishop, "My legs." I can't even walk home. I cannot wait. Bishop, the wedding must happen now. Something is doing me, Bishop. The wedding must come on. You see, as a church, we must have the same feeling in us. We must be excited about the coming of Jesus. We should not be so excited about this earth. What is here? That is why John said in 1 John chapter 2 verse 15. He said, love not the world, neither the things that are in this world. He said, for the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, they are not of God. There is nothing about it which is about God. Don't love this world. A wife who is so much in love with this world. With some things, when your husband arrives, you will be angry that he has come. But a wife who is waiting for the husband, her heart is open. She's ready. Jesus said, "When you read, in fact, there's a scripture in Hebrews which." 11 13 these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar off and they were persuaded of them and they embraced them yeah they embraced the thing they haven't but they embraced it and they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth hey You have a husband who is coming to marry you. Then there's some boy around you. Then you are falling in love with this boy. Do you think that when your husband comes, you will want to marry him? Declare that you are a stranger to that boy. You are a stranger to that boy. There is nothing between you and that guy because you are waiting for your husband. When your husband comes, oh man. For they that say such things, declare plainly that they seek a country and truly if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out they might have opportunity have had opportunity to have returned but now they desire a better country that is unheavenly wherefore god is not ashamed to be called their god for he has prepared them a city oh i thought you were going to put your house together for jesus this is the gospel. God is not ashamed to call us his children. Because he has prepared a city for us. Because we are also not ashamed to call him our God. Jesus said it three times in Revelation 22. The last chapter of the book in verse 7 verse 12 and verse 20 he said behold i come quickly there are many people who have had visions and dreams about the rapture and i tell you the rapture is going to happen very soon the question is is the church ready for the rapture behold i come quickly that's what he said i heard a pastor a pastor was preaching one time he was speaking to the church and he kept saying, Behold, I come quickly. He so said, Jesus said, Behold, I come quickly. He was very emphatic, strong. He wanted the people to understand. So he kept saying, Behold, I come quickly. Behold. So the third time he said it, he fell down with the pulpit, like that. So there was a woman sitting in front. So the pulpit and the pastor fell in front of the woman. So when the pastor got up, so Madam, sorry. Don't say no problem, you warned me three times that you were coming, sir. So. But I want to say that our Jesus He has warned us three times. Behold, I come quickly. Behold, I come quickly, behold, I come quickly. How come you are doing other things when I am coming? Hey, may we be prepared for the coming of Jesus? If we say we love him. May we do things to show that we are waiting for His coming. May we be a people who want to see the day that Jesus is going to come. And I believe that the church is getting prepared because one of these days, the trumpet is going to sound. We're going to hear the voice of the archangel and the heavens will open and our Jesus will step out of the clouds and He will come down, riding majestically on a horse. When He came the first time, He came like a lamb, but He's coming again with the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's coming to take his own. I don't know whether the people of God are ready for the coming of Jesus. But may you be ready. May you be ready. May you be ready. May you be ready when Jesus comes. Somebody put your hands together, stand to your feet and give the Lord a shh. is coming back to be the one the Lord is calling for in these last and evil days the one called to be a witness to some souls who have lost their way and to be used as his instrument so men might see and know that is faithful to his promise Time ago Oh that he again Yes he's coming back Yes he's coming back He's coming back again oh,
1: Glory Hallelujah Bless his name everything
0: Coming back again. He's coming back again? Say coming back again. Come on. He's coming back. Coming back again. Can't you see the signs? He's coming back. He's
1: coming back. He's coming back. He's back. He's coming back. He's coming back. back. God is coming
0: back again. Just lift up your voice and talk to God Pray that you walk in love Pray that you'll be ready when Jesus comes Pray Pray just a minute or two You know your mind has not been on the coming of Jesus. If Jesus should come now, how many of us are going to make it to heaven? The church has been walking around unprepared for the coming of Jesus. Maybe you are watching by television. Are you ready for the coming of Jesus? Because Jesus is coming very soon. Jesus is coming very soon. Are you ready for his coming? Talk to him. In just one minute, pray that you'll be ready. You'll be ready for the coming of Jesus you'll be ready by the time he comes because very soon Jesus is coming for his church he's coming for his bride are you ready for the coming of Jesus he said thus will I do unto you and because I'll do thus to you prepare to meet your God Prepare, prepare 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 oh Jesus we bless you lord we thank you right now with every head bowed with all eyes closed one of the ways you can prepare for the coming of jesus is to surrender your life to jesus to be born again some of us we've even done it before but you know that since you gave your life to christ you haven't really lived for him but today you want to say pastor i want to surrender my life to jesus i want to be born again If you're here like that with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you. You're not born again. Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready for him? If you're here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus wherever you are. Lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. God bless you. I like the way your hand just went up. Let it go up above your head. God bless you at the back I see your hand God bless you let it go up above your head right there I see your hand let it go up above your head God bless you I see many hands lifted those of you watching by television thank you thank you you lifted up your hand God bless you today is a day of salvation now that you hear his voice don't harden your heart if you have lifted up your hand do one more thing for me move out of your seat take your bible take your notebook whatever come to me right now ashes help them to come 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 all the way love for them as they come Come, my brother. God bless you. Come from the back. Clap for them, Master. Come, come to Jesus. He's coming back again. He's coming back again. Come on the way. Yes. Yes. Oh, clap for them. Many people are coming from the back. Praise God. He's coming back again. He's coming back again. He's coming back again. Coming back again. Coming back again. Come on. Oh God bless you. Glad for them. Come, come from the back. You are the reason why Jesus died. You are the reason why Jesus died. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.
1: Praise God. He's coming back again. Oh yes.
0: Hallelujah. I'm going to pray with you, those of you in front here. Just lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. It's a sign of surrender. We're going to pray together. I need you to pray with me as I pray. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. I believe you died and you rose again from the grave. And you will come back again to take your own father i open my heart to you come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the lamb's book of life from today i will save you i will follow you for the rest of my days thank you jesus for saving me amen hallelujah Hallelujah. God bless you. Many years ago, I did the same thing you're doing. And I've never regretted it. May you be ready by the time Jesus comes. Amen. You see a pastor standing there waving his hand. He's going to talk to you. He'll give you a book by the Bishop of this church. It will help you to serve God well. Okay. Please follow him this way. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God, which bless you.